welcome to Pass the Remote, the podcast where we become your TV guides. My name's Rebecca, and in today's episode, we talk about the new movies Fatherhood and A Quiet Place 2, the new documentary LFG, and the 1996 Olympic team. We also talk about Emily's new love of Gordon Ramsay, the Free Britney movement, and the new show coming out called Sexy Beasts. Sit back, grab some popcorn, hit that subscribe button, because you don't want to miss a minute of our reviews. Enjoy! Hi, Emily. Hi, Becca. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You know. Making it? Uh, yeah. Making it with your eye. You're icing your ankle. You got your cast off. Uh, yeah, I got my cast off. I still have to act like it's completely broken, as in it is still broken. Yes. Um. So I'm in you're a, a boot. boot. I'm still in my scooter. Um. I My friend Elaine described it best. Like, I'm tired because it's like you're rollerblading all day or skating. Like, when you, like, stop, like, the scooter and you sit down, it's like... The most exhausting feeling in the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. So every part of my body is so sore, but I'm hoping I lose like 100 pounds off of this. Hey. But yes, I'm icing my foot because, you know, that's what I do at night. (laughs) There you go. I've watched so much television. There you go. I actually um, have watched some TV this time because I just started a new job. Congratulations. Thank you. We're on week two, um, two and a half weeks in. That's another reason we didn't record last week. Yeah, we're so sorry to our fellow, our loyal fans, our faithful listeners. We had to skip last week. It was just, I don't even think Emily and I spoke last week. We didn't. Because I was so busy with work. She was busy with life. Like, it was just one of those weeks where we did not communicate and it got to be Friday and I was like, Oh crap, we didn't record the podcast. Like I didn't even have anything to talk about. So I was fine with it, but for, we'll make this announcement at the top since we're on the topic. Yeah. Moving forward, at least through the summer, but temporarily we're going to transition to going to every other week podcasts rather than weekly um, just because there's not a lot of TV on right now anyways. With well, it's about to only be Olympics. The summer. Yeah, it's about to only be the Olympics, which, like, I'm going to watch all the time. But yeah. y'all don't need to hear us talk about that all the time. Um, and with, you know, summer life, vacations, new job, everything is just kind of busy and hectic. So we're kind of giving ourselves a little bit, a little bit of a break. I'm like, um, per- I'm like, not permanently, I'm temporarily handicapped. Right, right. Uh, But yeah, we're going to give ourselves a little break and we're going to do every other week. So give her, um, give me more time to catch up on TV since now that I have to have a in the office job again, I'm not used to that. So is this such an adjustment? Um, it is, but like I fell right back into it. Um, I've got to figure out the whole working out in the morning routine. I have not mastered that quite yet i still haven't ever mastered that right 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 um but at least your apartment has a gym my home does not have that so um why don't you ask me how many times i've used that gym because i know the answer to that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, but it is there if i want to use it right right it when you're not on one leg (laughs) um I've got a lot of upper body. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Yep. Hey, your left leg is going to be so strong from pushing your scooter. I have such this weird muscle on the top of your butt. I don't know what muscle that Mm. is. That is like so sore and strong on one side of my butt versus the other. And I'm like, I'm going to be lopsided. You're going to be lopsided. I'm just going to scoot around on the other foot for like another six months. I mean, why not? Why not? I'm speeding around. I'm like, you should clock me mile per hour. I mean, I am on it. She's fast on this little thing. I've I've scooted around on it just to play on it. And it's, I don't know how you do it. I am not that coordinated, so. Well, I've fallen a lot. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you did fall on your dishwasher. I did, and I broke it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, but it's been really good. And also that way, I think for us, it's, I love, not that, I mean, I love to talk to Becca throughout the week, obviously, but just like her new season, me going through the season of like getting, having to get a ride everywhere because I can't drive. For those of you who are just now joining our podcast, I've broken my ankle. It's a long saga. It is. Please go back and listen to the other episodes because it's very (laughs) ridiculous. Yeah. But on top of all of that, it's almost like we were able to talk more and we could almost give like an hour and a half long episode of just like us catching up on shows. 
to me, that's more exciting than us being like, so. Yeah. But so, we'll go back to that in the fall because, like, obviously we're so interesting. But. Yeah. Once TV picks back up, once I'm yeah. into a normal schedule, like, we'll go back to regular. But for the time being, we're going to be every other week. Um, and, yeah, I think episodes will be a little longer. And I I think I don't want the podcast to turn into something that is feels like a chore or feels like a yeah. like a like, ugh, gotta go I record tonight. Was, I was so excited to record today. Same. And, like, I, I texted Emily yesterday. I was like, we're recording tomorrow because yeah. I have stuff to watch. Like, I finally watched things. Like, last week, I would have been a zombie. I was so tired. Like, the first two weeks kicked my butt. Um, but we're good. We're- I really, I want to say, too, like, I so appreciated your text yesterday because the first thing you said was, like, I haven't forgotten about you. <laughs> and when you're in a crippled state, it's like, I knew you hadn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I also yeah. knew you were in a job. My parents were here last week. It was a whole thing. Yeah. But it was just that, like, I was like, oh, my God, thank you. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. the exact same way because I thought all weekend about texting you. And I was like, she is doing a million things. And I was, yeah. I needed to sleep. So, yeah. So, I'm, people know this about me. I can't stand unread text messages. And, un, like, I can't stand a notification bubble number. So Becca doesn't look at my phone. No, but like I'm becoming that person. I'm having to become that person that like I don't open text messages at work because I number one, I don't have time to answer them. Number two, I'll open it and forget. So now I'm turning into that person who has like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten unread messages and that drives me crazy. So that was more of like a why I sent that text because I was like oh shoot I haven't talked to her because I haven't talked to anyone right like I literally the first two weeks of this job I've been kicking my butt in like a good way but I go and also you're in a whole life adjustment of like you're that COVID that I was in June of last year yeah of so like, like going back into seeing people all day long and you're like I have been home and I've not seen yeah, anybody like, yeah and then after being staring at a computer all day um like I come home late I cook dinner maybe or I'll like eat whatever's in the pantry or Chick-fil-A and then I go straight to bed. Like I don't have time for TV. I don't have time to do anything. Um, but we're getting there. We're getting, we're there. getting there. I'm so excited about the Olympics starting, but mm-hmm. I have watched a horrific <laughs> amount of television because I have been bedridden. And then during all of that, we didn't record for like two weeks. So if you have not seen anything, I probably have. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there are some good things that have come out lately. Yeah. And a few things we're going to talk about at the end that I can't believe are about to come out. If you hear any rumblings. Per lost... usual, it's the kittens. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying. They're so young. They don't act like they know their name. And they just run around. Anyways. So, <laughs> we're going to start off with a few different things. I saw a movie that's on Netflix that if you have not seen, I loved. It's called Good on Paper. Mm-hmm. It's from, who's the comedian that was at the CMT Awards? Eliza Scherzinger. 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 Okay, so it's like in the top ten of Netflix movies. But, you know, she's a comedian. Margaret Chosener is her co-star. Mm, and she them. talks about this story that actually was true that happened to her. Mm-hmm. So it's basically this guy that she meets at this airport and they become like friends because she's like, I'm not attracted to him, but like, he's a good friend of mine. And it takes this insane, bizarre twist that he basically is just a complete liar about everything in his life. So she Ooh. finds out like everything about his past he's ever told her is a complete lie. Everything's fabricated. And he Ooh. like took her to court to try to like, I mean, you just have to watch this movie because mm. it's a true story. Interesting. But it's the most bizarre. And, like, as a single woman in her 30s like her, it's 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 such a great, great movie because, I mean, it's not like, oh, this is going to win an Academy Award for acting. I just loved the story. She's, mm-hmm. to me, like, very relatable. Yeah, I um, love her. I, mean, I just, I, lo- I think her jokes really hit for someone like me. Like, I, I think that it's... You know, there's part of it that you're... It's the whole dating scene. The whole, like, well, should I accept this guy even though I'm not, like, in love? You know. Mm-hmm. But we get along. And he's a good guy. Mm. And then he ends up being... Let me guess. He's ins- good on paper. He's good <laughs> on paper. Wow. You need to watch it's like it. like I've seen it. You will love it. 
Mm, I'm adding it to I my loved list. it. It made me laugh. I haven't seen it. For some reason, it hasn't popped up on my Netflix. Well, I haven't been on Netflix. It came but- out. Okay, seriously. It came out like two weeks ago. It's oh. been somewhat in the top tens of like movies. Maybe not in all of Netflix. Okay. But it was for a while. Um, but it was. I just. Comedians. Like, I always, of course, think I should be a stand-up comedian. Because it's all about a story. Mm-hmm. And I think if I told ha- a, a tenth of the dating stories I have. Right. I mean. Let's talk about me having a night with Nick, like Brian Cabrera. Like, those are the stories of my life, right? He sang at the MTV Super Sweet 16 party that I attended one time in high school. On the way down, <laughs> I saw you. Um, I dated Brian Cabrera for one night. Um, I took him to Arby's at 2 a.m. It was a fantastic night, hey, right? There, there you go. I could throw that into a movie, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I need you to go back to your 2006 hair, you know? Mm-hmm. The spiky. The spi- well, then I saw him on his grunge stage where he grew it out uh, and it was black mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the tank yeah. tops. Yes, 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 yes. So all that to say, I just thought this movie was so great because if you're not like 21, especially, mm-hmm. it's that like as you date and get older, you not that you accept people's flaws, but you're like, you know what? Maybe this guy is stable. Mm-hmm. And I'm, we have so much fun together. And then this guy turns out to be everything that all men turn out to be half the time. Psychos. Complete Psychos. Please watch it. It's on Netflix. Mm. I loved it. It made me very happy. Okay. Well, I'll stay on the Netflix movie train. Um, I watched the movie Fatherhood, the new Kevin Hart mm-hmm. movie. Um, it love Kevin so Hart. It was so sweet. I do too. I love Kevin Hart. Um, essentially, the storyline is a widowed father, a single father. Mm-hmm. He becomes a single dad. Um, his wife dies right after having a baby. Did she die of, like, childbirth? Um, she died of a blood clot after childbirth. Like a, uh, like a complication. Um, and so then he's essentially raising this child on his own. And it's a storyline of, like, him figuring out how to be a single dad. Him trying to navigate, like, the world without his wife. And then dating. And then, like interacting with her parents and his parents they don't live there and all this stuff and then like he's raising a girl so he's like how do I do her hair how do I talk to her about certain things like all this stuff and all the while his job is trying to move him to another country to go do he works in like tech or something oh god and so all this stuff it was such a sweet movie it gave me it had very similar vibes to what's that one movie with Katherine Heigl and um josh um uh-huh. josh dumel uh oh, it's essentially like that movie mm-hmm. but with kevin hart okay um it was very sweet very cute very fun the little girl in it is phenomenal she grows up to be about like 10 she's so good the whole time um and Ke- it was fun watching kevin hart in like a serious role yeah rather than like a comedy bit or like a jumanji type movie um i loved him in jamaica but if you yeah if you want a like a feel good feel good little family film um fatherhood on netflix was really good love that highly recommend it came out on father's day i also did um broke the curse because you know i was supposed to go see this movie the night that i broke Mm -hmm. my foot quiet place ankle in two places was a quiet place too so good me and Rachel went and saw it literally on Monday night. I hated the ending. Unless we get a quiet place three, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping that was the ending. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I I want to marry John Krasinski a million times over, but I'd rather him be with his wife. Like, he's one of those people. You know when there's mm-hmm. that actor mm-hmm. where you're like, I would do so many horrible things to you, but also, like, I respect your marriage uh-huh. and, like, who you are, and I love your wife just as equally. Right. Okay? Right. Quiet Place 2, also the actor that was in it, who was in Westworld, I cannot think of his name, and who is the Scarecrow in all the Batman Returns movies. Uh-huh. The, the lead actor the who played across gr- the, the grungy guy. The neighbor. The grungy guy. Yes, yeah. but you know he can't grow a beard, so that was all fake. But anyways, this guy played in Westworld. If you did, you ever watch Westworld? Yes. The man with the black hat. I mean, Cilli- are you Cillian Murphy? Cillian Murphy. Yes, 
he has a vi- we've talked about him before I think so it was like his name's Celian I think we have yeah. okay so he's in it loved him basically the only thing I'm saying is the movie is fantastic yes it's that it's the fact that it ends in a way where you're like okay but in the same sense I have to remember it's like the apocalypse so like is there a happy ending when there's monsters right so question did you like the first or the second one better first one agreed agreed you, i was the only one in my group who oh, said first that one ha- who would like the second one better i think they liked more well everyone it I, was scarier everyone i went with they were like oh i like the second one better there was more to it and i said 100%. no i was like that's the that's the reason i like the first one so the like, don't get me wrong the second one phenomenal Oh, you're so right. Good. There's no dissing the second so one. So good. The like pre-monster stuff in the city. Fantastic. So good. Small town baseball game is when all of it goes down. So I love good. that John Krasinski put himself in the second one because uh-huh. I mean, who doesn't want to see him be the dad in this yeah. movie that I'm just like? It was oh. a little it it bothered me a little bit that clearly they shot the kid the pre uh-huh. yeah because like the yes. little boy grew 40 feet and the little he's so kid tall had, yes yeah but other that was the only thing i was like wait a second no no the first one though was so groundbreaking to me the fact that like it was essentially a silent film that won all these awards and was so good that like it has like it you can't top it you so can't year, beat it whatever year it came out which was what three years ago four years ago mm-hmm. i have said this to so many people my year that year with every movie that was nominated Mm -hmm. it might have been the year that once upon a time in hollywood was nominated and that i do think should have won best picture i 100 percent walked out of a quiet place saying this should win every single award it should win best picture because you remember jordan peele with get out Mm -hmm. how that got okay to me this was better than get out well, no, I'm not going to say it was better. It's a totally different it's thing. It's different, but yeah. here's what you got to understand. When they do it from the deaf girl's perspective, and it's dead silent in the theater, mm-hmm. it's such brilliant sound editing. across Like, this movie, the second movie, and I'm truly, like, feeling like I am deaf. So when she's running from things, the little girl is deaf in the movie. One of the kids. Yeah. So they all do sign language to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my cats are playing in a box. But... All that to say, it's like, it's so impressive to me that like, that he sound edited from her perspective, especially in the second one. Yeah. Because she's trying to save her mom and and brother. That I think that's so brilliant for us because that's like the movie with Riz that was Mm -hmm. nominated for Best Picture, Sound of Metal. Yeah. That's what I loved about it is I, I went, gosh, like you just think about their perspective and there's monsters literally one foot away from her and she's not she even no she, doesn't, she doesn't know yeah and and yet she's brave enough to go out there and do it i just loved it, it i thought it was great i'm just saying i feel like it's set up for a third one i agree hopefully it had ha- something so they can it all be to. back together i think that the only part that killed me in the second one where there were a few moments that were like a, mm, don't do that don't don't open that door don't go okay, in that way. Do you want to know what happened to me? PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. When that, I'm not, this happens in the first 10 minutes, okay? When that boy ran into that bear trap and it went on Ugh. his foot, my entire foot, Ugh. I'm not kidding, I had a, like an out-of-body experience. Yes. I grabbed my ankle and I was like, <gasps> like I was like, uh, like it yeah. made me want to throw up because yeah. I was like, it's his it right foot. It's he snapped in a bear trap, and we grew up in Colorado, so people I knew had bear traps everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is my biggest fear of growing up in Colorado. When we'd play in the woods, we're like, our parents were like, now remember they have a bear trap close to their house, <laughs> and I was like, okay, and I'm so terrified of stepping in one. Uh huh. So this, I realized that this is one of my biggest fears. Like I can't live in Alaska. Because of the bear traps. The bears. Yeah. All that to say, Quiet Place 2, phenomenal. Is it still in theaters? Yes. So we we went and saw it. (laughs) You ready for this? Everybody else. There was 45 theaters showing F9. 
Oh, That's God. It. And I was like, these people, no, I'm just judging every one of you walking into this. 100%. But I will say, if you've never seen, we said this, if you've never seen the first one, please see the first one. But it's, it's, the second one is brilliant as well. Mm -hmm. I just, when it ended, I was like, I really hope they do a third one. Because I feel like you can still grow from this point. I agree. Loved it. I agree. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It was so good. Go see it. Um, what's next on my list? Oh. Something else everyone needs to go watch. So, jumping ship back to somewhat, back to the Olympics. So, there's a documentary on HBO Max. I think it just came out, a few, like, a few days ago. It's called LFG, stands for Let's Fucking Go. And it's about... If you want it, you can get it, let it go. Yes. Let's go. It's about the women's soccer team and their, per, their goal, their pursuit to getting equal pay. Uh, in the soccer league? Yes. Have you heard about this? No, but I'm not surprised by this. So, when when the U.S. Women's, Nas- the US women's team, uh, what, a year ago, two years ago? Won the World, won the World yeah, Cup. Won the World Cup. Um, they... I was about to say the World Series. The World Series. The World <laughs> Cup with their feet. When they won the World Cup, they did not receive the amount of money that the men... They didn't receive... Like, they basically... They were paid. They were compensated for their win. But on paper, when you put their when they, their earnings next to a men's soccer player, they don't even make half. Okay? Wait a minute. Do you get paid in any sport when you go to a championship? Like yes. more? Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. I feel real stupid right now because... So, okay. So here's the thing. So they talk about this in the documentary. So on paper, technically... The women earned more that year than the men. Well, they always do. The men suck. But they only earned more because they made playoffs. And, like, their and sponsorships. The, and the World Cup. And because of that, that's what got them sponsorships. They're like, we made more because we're better, but we did not make more individually. Like, they, like, as And, a, of course, the purple hair girl got the most fullest. I feel bad saying that. I don't remember her Abby name. Abby Wambach. Yes. I yes. was like, I'm like, I want to say this with an A, Abby. but I'm saying she was the spoke. No, 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 I'm sorry. Um, no. Not Abby Wambach. Abby Wambach was on the team. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, she was, like, the face of it. I mean, there were others. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I think that it's she got Megan the most. Megan Rapinoe. Yes. Yeah. So she got the most, like, to me, like, she was the most in in front of it. Yes. She, she was the most outspoken. She was team captain, like all this stuff. So the documentary is basically about their journey to getting equal pay and how like the soccer, uh, federation responded, how fans responded, how the men responded, how the government responded, like all this stuff. Like they talked about how, uh, they were invited to the white house when Trump was president. And she was like, no, she's like, I'm not going to the fucking white house. Like, in a press conference, she said those exact words. And, like, it's such a good documentary because, like, it interviews everyone on the team. And they're like, I don't know why we're not paid. And then the lawyers are like, I don't know why they're not paid. And then the soccer federation is like, oh, we support soccer, women's soccer. That's why we put so much money into it. She's like, not to us. She's like, sure, you put money into, like, the ads and things that go around the stadium. But, like, the guys use the stadium, too. It's like that one where the weight room's smaller than... Yes. And so she was just... Like, the whole thing is about their their journey to getting equal pay, which is still not done. And I'm like... They're like, listen, it'd be different if it was, like, we're comparing... Them to the Lakers. Like, or, or, like, or like, you know like, I mean? like, gymnastics to football. And she's like, it's the same sport. She's like, the rules are the same. The practices and the, like, intenseness is the same. She's like, and... We're better than the guys. She's like the guys haven't yeah, won a world cup. Yeah, we don't cup. have a good guys. She's team like right the guys now. haven't won a world cup in years. She's like we have either made it to or won a world cup every single year. And like it's such when I say it's such a good documentary, it's so badass. It's so like hell yeah. Like like the whole time I was like let's fucking go. Like yeah, that's why it's titled that. Like it's so good. Everyone needs to go watch it. I can't even wait. if you're even if you're not a soccer fan, like it has yeah. nothing to do with soccer. But, like, even if you're not a soccer fan, it just shows, like, because, like, it's true. Women's sports, like, get the brunt of everything unless it's a female sport. Like, unless it's a, quote, female sport. But, like, like soccer and basketball, those, like, are male-dominated sports. 
So the girls get less and like the fact that they're standing up, the fact that they're trying to like blaze a trail for younger soccer players. And like, it's clear that they're role models and like all this stuff, but it's such a well done documentary. It was so good. It's like very go girl power. Let's go. Um, so everyone needs to go watch it. I'm so, so that's on HBO max. Yes. I'm going to watch it. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm loving anything, of course, to do with Olympics. Right. I have something that you probably haven't watched because it's on a, it's kind of a weird streaming service, but you know, Peacock. Yeah. That most people get, if you have Comcast, especially it's free. So I saw this advertisement during the Olympics. There's one on Simone Biles and all the girls about like called Golden. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's that streaming on? It is, it is Peacock. I've started that. It's so good. So it's kind of doing like their bat, like all this leading up to the Olympics. Uh Uh-huh. Because so, I know they have a Facebook watch. She has a Facebook so watch show. Yes. So it, I think it, it coincides with that, I think. Okay. But there's this documentary I saw in the commercials last week that was called The 96 Effect. And mm. it's about all the 96 women's sports where yeah. they were winning. Like, that's when the soccer. Do you remember how much shit that girl got when she won and she ripped her shirt off and she, and yeah. she like, went down to her knees and yeah. she's screaming? It's that team. Mm-hmm. The team mm-hmm. that, like... So that team, that was the year the women's basketball team went crazy. That was the mm-hmm. year Shannon Miller and say, Carrie Struggs won us everything. And the Dominique Magnificent Luciano, Seven. Dominique Dawes. Okay. Uh-huh. So they talk about how they paved a way for women because that was still when it was like, well, you know, we can have a men's basketball team, but not this basketball, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they have current athletes, past athletes. Um, you know, talk about that, that moment. Um, it's so good. That it's like I, multiple, like, I think it's three different episodes. It's like the gym, mm. the gymnastics team, the soccer team and the basketball team. So, and just how 96 was so important that year for women's sports and how that was in Atlanta, obviously for us. So yeah. with the, you know, American team, like killing it and killing it in gymnastics when like no one really thought they were going to win anything, right. not anything, but like, right. Um, and then there was like a Twitter um, posting the other day that was like, what's the most memorable, like, what's the one thing you wish you could relive watching mm-hmm. in the Olympics? Okay. So what do you want? What do you think about if you're like, what's the one time you watched the Olympics where you were like screaming at the top of your lungs and going fanatical that we won? Uh, when the girl landed the vault on one foot. Carrie Shrugs. Yeah. Okay. So that's your 96 moment uh-huh. where she, first off, Dominique Dawes, who mm-hmm. was the youngest, she, she's not even allowed to compete anymore. She was 14. That's not even an age anymore in the Olympics. Yeah. She went to do her vault. They would have won if she landed one of her vaults, mm-hmm. which a lot of people forget this. She fell. Mm-hmm. She lands it, but she falls, you know, yeah. at the landing. Mm-hmm. Does it the second time. They're like, it's okay. One out of two. Mm-hmm. She does the exact same thing, falls on her butt. Mm. Carrie Strug comes out, runs, falls, falls, and completely breaks her ankle. So, like for me now, watching the '96 effect, <laughs> I'm hysterically crying because I'm like, I feel you, I feel I you. Do that. So when and Shannon Miller, everybody talks about it when she landed. No one realized she landed on one foot. Mm-hmm. She did a one foot landing mm-hmm. and like put her arms up. We won. It was a bit magical. So everyone either says that moment or what I said. Or the Michael Phelps yes, relay. Yes, you knew what I was going to say. The Michael Phelps relay. The relay of all relays. Mm-hmm. And like, you guys go to YouTube if you are so stupid you don't know what we're talking about. If nothing else, it is just like it was so the Be- incredible It was to the watch. Beijing. Uh, the relay. is the Beijing relay, I do believe. Wasn't Ryan Lochte in it? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Like, no matter what has ever happened to Ryan Lochte, like, I love him. And, like, I I'm just... I'm kind of sad he didn't qualify this year. Oh, I was so sad. You know what but I But honestly, like, good for him. I mean, he's done. Able- he's old. But, like, I, I'm just saying, I just love him. And I love that Michael Phelps is cheering these people on. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just... The 96 Effect, it's on Peacock. You should watch it. Okay, I'm you literally will adding it. that. Yes, I will. I'm one of Especially people- if that's your moment, because yes. they talk about all that. And I forgot that Dominique Dawes did two of them, and they would have just won it. Like, the medal would have been there. If she, if Dominique Dawes would have landed one of them, they would have been like, that's fine, we won the gold. Yeah. And the fact that three of them, like, there were three failed attempts, Carrie Shrug, last fourth attempt, mm-hmm. was the whole reason we won against Russia. Yeah. Also, do you remember how I told you how I hate the Russians? Hmm. I'm back on it. I literally had PTSD again seeing this Russian girl that I had forgotten about. 
and her little bob cut that's now back in style. Oh, no. I saw her, and this immense amount of hate came in my heart, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I remember why. Because she was the one we were one point away from losing from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we are all USA, all the way. Mm-hmm. Y'all get ready. We turned really political during this. As in, okay, if you don't, listen. If you're not watching Olympics, I don't know what you're doing. Also, have you watched the new um, docu-series on Netflix called This Is Pop? No. Like, dirty pop. No. So, it's amazing. It's this, you'll love it. It's this documentary about different things that happened in the music industry. So, like, auto-tune, Boys to Men being the first true boy band, mm-hmm. um, and how they had to, basically, when all of the white boy bands came in, emulating them, especially 98 Degrees, signed to Motown Records, was basically the next Boys to Men up underneath them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so great. The other great thing about this documentary is T-Pain is, like, the, the second one's literally all about autotune. Mm-hmm. And how, like... Oh, Lord. Basically, T-Pain is, like, railed for, like... And I remember this. I'm, I'm old enough to remember this. Mm-hmm. When autotune came out, which yeah. is funny because it came out in, like, the 60s. <laughs> People don't really realize that. Watch the documentary. Uh-huh. But T-Pain started doing it. And then, like, he's like, I remember so many artists, like, just being like, you've ruined music forever. Right, and mm-hmm. I remember it being a thing where it was a joke, like you don't have to have a voice as long as you're auto tuned, you're going to be famous, right? Right. But then when what broke for him was when, of course, he did this like NPR thing and sings in real life. Which, if you are not up to date, he also won the Mass Singer season one, and nobody guessed him because it was T Pain. Mm-hmm. And talking about like like how he's such an incredible singer in general, and he's still a phenomenal producer. But it's just really cool talking about, like, the boy band industry, what, and all, okay, so the third episode's about all of our pop, like, Baby One More Time, mm-hmm. which we'll get into Britney Spears in a second. Oh, yeah, Baby One worry, More guys. Time, all these sync songs, all these Backstreet Boys, they all come from Sweden. So they're like, why are Sweden people making, like, the most incredible music? Mm-hmm. So just watch it. If you've loved anything about growing up in the 90s with pop music, it is so good. Interesting. On Netflix called This Is Pop. Oh, I'll have to go check that out. You'll love it. Interesting. I so, thought about you telling me about the Netflix or the Nickelodeon one. Yes. Where oh, I was like, so good. I loved that. That was like so my favorite good. thing you've ever recommended to me. It's so good. Oh, I'll have to go check that out. Go check I'll watch out. the Olympic stuff first and then. Yeah. No, the 96 effect. The, it's only three episodes on Peacock. Right. I can probably And get I'm going to watch tonight. yours and then. Heck yeah. We'll be on it. Heck um, yeah. I also just want to say something. We are watching the College World Series right now, and they just got nine to zero. Mississippi Uh, State is winning. We like Mississippi State, kind of, not really, but Vanderbilt obviously is Nashville, and um, it's just zero. Yeah, nine to zero on the top of the seventh. seventh. Uh, We're not looking too good here. Looks like Mississippi State's about to win. Is this the championship or just the best two out of three? This is it. Is it a championship? Yeah, championship game. Come on, Vandy. I mean, you know what else I hate about championship game? Hmm. If it's not close, I'm I'm furious. Yeah. I'm furious. Furious. Yeah. Like, I don't want to... I hate... We've talked about this before. Hmm. The playoff game... Sorry, my phone was on. (laughs) The playoff game before you go to Mm -hmm. the championship Mm -hmm. is always the best game. Yeah. Always March Madness. I can't even think about it. Number twenty-two was that who I loved? I don't even remember. I missed- I blocked that from my mind. <laughs> well, these these baseball boys, like, oh, real fast. Do you know mm-hmm. who my favorite Olympian is? Oh, that guy no. with that mustache, that track player, was my favorite person I've ever seen in my life. With, with the, the mullet. mullet. With the mullet. Yep. Mm-hmm. He needs to win an, a gold medal just for showing up at the Olympics. With a mullet and a mustache? With a mullet and a mustache. Oh, no. I love to see it. Um, okay, so something I watched that I need your opinion on, on if it's good or not, okay. basically, is called False Positive on Hulu. Okay? Okay. Number one, it's a movie, not a show. I thought it was a show for some reason, and it is not. It is a movie. I found that out about an hour and a half in when <laughs> I hit pause to go to the bathroom and it said resume movie. And I was like, oh, wow. I thought it's this was just a long movie. show. Um, 
It has Alana from Broad City is in it. Justin Thoreau is in it. Sophia Bush from One Tree Hill is in it, who I love. Um, Pierce Brosnan is in it. He's the doctor. Um, and it is essentially a story of this couple who cannot get pregnant and they are, they end up going to this fertility doctor who has like a waiting list of like three years, but they get in because the husband knows him or like has connection to him somehow. And it ends up being this weird ass clinic that is like very, very robotic, very clean, very like a little too weird Scientologist. Yes. Like, it's very, like, like the girls all wear, like, the nurses or whatever all wear those, like, white nurse dresses. You know what I'm talking about? This was, like, horror, American it, Horror Story and Scientology. Yes. Yes. And, like, they wear the little, like, nursing hats. And I'm like, no one wears those anymore. <laughs> but, like, you associate it with, like, a horror film. Of course. Type thing. So or- that's the clinic that they go to. And when she gets um, pregnant through, um, through the fertility process or whatever... They, something starts happening and she starts like having these weird nightmares and dreams and like seeing hallucinations and seeing things and feeling weird things. And she is convinced that the doctor like put something else in her. So the whole movie. Like an extra cocktail. I mean, you know what I mean? Something. Like like something. A hybrid from Sweet Tooth. Oh, geez. Yeah. (laughs) Something. So like. She, the whole movie. So she's like suspicious. Yes. The whole movie is her journey of like, number one. I have a feeling. Number one, figuring out like what's happening to her and like what's real and what's not real. And then like her husband, everyone is kind of gaslighting her, but you find out why in the end. And like, it's just the whole thing. But the end of the movie takes a very dark and bizarre turn and all I'm going to say, without spoiling anything, all I'm going to say is that at the end, babies are floating in the air. Like up to heaven? I that, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's what they want you to think. Okay. But like... So it's like kind of exorcism-ish too. Kind of. Like it's a, there's like a peppering of possession. I feel like there's like a twist there. that you can't talk about that I'm... Yes. Okay. So... Even, is it sci-fi-ish or is it more no. like... Oh, wait, like something that could actually happen or no? I mean, and probably like, not. Like in a few years. But like, like it kind of, it kind of takes every like pregnant person's nightmare and like turns it up 10 levels and they put all of it together. So if you have issues with like fertility or miscarriage or anything like that, do not watch this movie. Um, but if you're into kind of like, bizarre odd weird horror stuff me go watch it i'll love it yeah i'll give you a review i'll give you let me know yeah let me know if you liked it or not because i'm on the fence of whether or not i liked it it keeps popping up on my like you would you would love your recommendations yeah Yeah, of course yeah um but yeah that's on hulu okay it's called false positive but it came out a few days ago um so since i have been you know bedridden well i mean going to work four days a week anyways I've gone down a path of, like, watching things that I'm just like, what's, not mindless television, but you know what I mean. Like, while I'm cleaning my room, I'm like, I don't want to be stuck into a show. Also, I've watched everything, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So, I started, <laughs> I don't know. this is a, these are all old shows, okay? But, like, uh-huh. I went down a rabbit hole with Gordon Ramsay. Okay. And I've discovered something. Uh-huh. I am Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no. Like, these shows... Okay, I'm not as compassionate, maybe, as him. I'm mm-hmm. not... Okay, I'm not as, like... Crazy. Like, crazy as him. But I've also never seen a more compassionate man. He reminds me of my father, in the sense of, like, when my dad's in road rage, but mm-hmm. then is also, like, the nicest person on the planet and will, like, help the homeless and, like, do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. All this to say, if you have not watched on Hulu, his A Kitchen Nightmares... Be like 24-hour to hell and back shows. Mm-hmm. Please watch the 24-hour 20, to hell and back shows if you have not watched them. Okay. I mean, not only does he go into these restaurants and like, I don't ever want to eat anywhere anymore without checking their kitchen. I've become that person, like with hoarders. But it's like on level 100 where I'm like, 
what where's my meat been placed you know before oh my gosh no but hold on Mm -hmm. then he'll like it's not even that he rips him to shreds he's just like this is why your business is failing and on that one he like comes in disguise because he can't like it's like a bad undercover boss Uh but only it's better hair makeup but it's still you can tell it's him if you didn't know but these people are so stupid they don't know right and (laughs) he revamps their whole kitchen whole like living area and I went down this rabbit hole, but I'm like, I think I am kind of Gordon Ramsay. Because I, like, love, love to tell people off, like, front, up, back, the side. Right? And then, in, like, the next breath, I'll be like, but I'm, like, really hoping the best for you. Oh, my in gosh. In the end of life. Salty and sweet. But, like, if you just need something to watch, like, that will make you feel, like, so good. Like, there's so many episodes on that To Hell and Back 24-hour that are so positive and uplifting in a weird way, but also, like, a very, like, I guess people, I, I guess what I'm saying is, in all of this, I will probably never recommend cooking shows because I don't really cook. Right. But, like, my best friend Brittany, like, took me to one place, and she was like, this is a Michelin star restaurant. I was like, I don't even really understand what that means, right? <laughs> this was, like, Tulum a few years ago. Uh-huh. But then I also, like, appreciate she's that person that pushed me to, like, try weird things that I would normally be like, what is this? Like, I get very, like, they used to call me, like, no sauce simile, right? Oh, no. I'm not kidding. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, plain. Nothing. I mean, you did eat fried rice for dinner. Chicken fried rice. Chicken fried rice. But what I'm saying is, all this to say, I have become obsessed with Gordon Ramsay. Mm. Like, he has, like, five kids. Yeah. And, like, one yeah, is, like, I've seen him on TikTok. baby. One is a baby that they just had. He has, like, mm-hmm. twins that are older. But, like, he goes into these, even if he, like, comes in and your place is the worst shambles and shame of your life, he's trying to be, like, I'm going to help you to do whatever I can to, like, grow your business and, like, help you. Yeah. Here's, he invests in people. And here's the other thing I love. Hmm. Ever, this one guy, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. His whole reason he didn't like his chef was he goes, well, I mean, she has kids. So she's like not oh. reliable, and he oh, go, and Lord. Gordon Ramsay goes, I don't care it, like quality versus quantity. He's like, I have some of the top chefs in the world that are female that work in my restaurant. They work two mm-hmm. nights a week. Uh-huh. I'd rather have them there two nights a week serving my people in Vegas uh-huh. the best meal of their life than working seven days a week and half-assing it. Right. So like I've just been like in this. Okay, hoarders happen to me. Where now I like want to clean out everything that's ever been expired and like get rid of clutter mm-hmm. with Dorothy the cleaner. That's mm-hmm. my dream in life. And now I'm on a Gordon Ramsay kick where I'm like I want to clean out everybody's like frozen oh, food. I was like, are you gonna start cooking? Help a community. No, I'm just gonna like try to give back more. Oh, okay, okay. And like help people that are like terrible. But like also I don't even know how that will happen. But I'm just saying I have such a deep appreciation for Gordon Ramsay that I've never had in my life. I'm obsessed with him. Okay. I love anybody that can chew somebody out and then, like, be nice. Uh-huh. Anyways, that's my... I'm sorry. I just had to say, like, if you've not fallen in love with Gordon Ramsay, it's time to. Okay. I'm not kidding. No, I believe you. Because I, like I think when, it's, like, he makes me feel justified for my actions. I like when he's on his daughter's TikTok. That's fun. He's fine. so... He, but, like, he really cares about people. Yeah. And every... Oh, here's what I was going to say. Everyone he brings in to help all these restaurants... He'll be like, here are my three head chefs, all women. Mm-hmm. Here's the women going to redecorate your whole whole thing, all women. Mm-hmm. And of all cultures, yeah. of anything. And he's so welcoming to all those communities that I think that that's so highlighted. And it's not because of the new movement. This mm-hmm. was what he did before. Yeah. He's like, this woman can cook better than me. Yeah. Yeah. And him empowering, like, little chefs that have, like, never been taught and they're trying to keep their mom-and-pop business open. Please watch 24 Telling Wills. Sorry, a little rant about Hulu. <laughs> Love it. Okay. After you watch the Demonic Baby Show. Yeah, please go watch that, too. Um, what is your reality recap? <gasps> okay, so two things. One, just wanted to touch on. I saw today that Counting On has officially been canceled from Thank TLC. God. Thank God. Um, amid all the Josh Duggar scandals and the charges of child pornography, um, it TLC is officially pulling the plug on Counting On. Will you um, please explain to the people that do not know who is still in Counting On. With the okay, Duggars. so for those who do not li- follow the TLC life like I do, 
Um, the Duggar family live in Arkansas and they have 19 kids and they and counting. way back in the day had a show called 19 kids and counting that show got canceled when their oldest child, Josh, molested uh, his sisters. molested his sisters and babysitter by like inappropriately touching them. And then fast forward a year, TLC decided to start a spinoff show with like the older sisters Basically, like, all the... Josh is the oldest, then there's another boy, and then the next, like, five or six are girls. So, Counting On was with them. And Counting On has been on TLC on and off for a few years, but, like, all the kids have gotten married, have had kids, some have moved away, they're now wearing pants. Like, all this stuff. Well, now, um, Counting On has officially also been canceled. So, this is the second show that Josh Duggar and his inappropriateness has destroyed and gotten canceled on a on a TV network for his family. Um but yeah, and I like all the daughters, everyone made statements about it and put it out publicly and I was like good for you. Like what you- about their cousin that's being real shysty? Amy? Yeah, cuz like what I'm saying is it's the Everyone knows about this, like, I guess in the sense of if you shelter your kids so much that they are having to molest their sisters because they're having sexual urges and they don't even know what that means, mm-hmm. um, I think it's time to help them on in life and sh- and right. not- be real and not live in a bubble. So here's the mm-hmm. deal. Do I hate Josh Duggar for what he's done to his wife and everything? Yes. And here's the other thing. When your porn addiction goes so bad... Or so bad. I mean, so deep. Mm-hmm. Because you are so sheltered from a Christian lifestyle or something. Then it's going to turn into a spot where you can't even get aroused by normal things. You have to go to like the darkest place of that. That none of us would ever dream we would go to. Mm-hmm. But if you grew up so, you know, sheltered or all these different things. I mean, I'm just one of those people that's like, have sex before marriage if that's what you're like... Right. That's what you're trying to get married for. Right. At this day and age, I'm just sorry, that's just the bottom line. Yeah. Because otherwise, I feel like you end up with these people who are... Well, people that shelter their kids this much should be in prison. Because how are you letting them navigate life? I get having standards, having rules. I don't care if you don't want your kids to play with their phones. If you're one of those people, you want to go on a hike. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a client today who she's like, my kid wants a kayak. And I was like... Oh my gosh. But he's in a boarding score. They can't have their phones all day. So he's like, we kayak and I love it. I'm like, that's amazing. But also like introduce him to the world. So when he goes back into the world, he's not weird. He's not weird because we we want everybody to get along with everybody Mm -hmm. and not be socially awkward. And I think with this Josh thing, it's just, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like, he's ruining everything even for like the rest of his family. Oh, 100%. I mean, and like, like his bit, his extended family aside, like you, I'm sorry, but like as you, as the claimed head of household, like you're doing terrible things for your wife and children, like who you know good and well aren't going to leave you. They're no in, because they'll think they're going to hell. They're in no position to do that. No based, one stay. No one stay in a marriage that you feel trapped in, right? For religious purposes. When you're being abused. Yeah. And when your husband is literally watching child pornography when you're pregnant with your fifth child. No, like seventh. Whatever. It's a, yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes it even yeah. worse. So all that to say, I'm a little sad because I love the Duggars. Did you I watch love... that show? Yes. Really? Yes. It makes me... Anything on TLC makes me feel good about myself. Well, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So also- like, I, like, I loved Ginger. Ginger was the only one I liked. Um, with the J. Yes, obviously. Um, have you seen those? <laughs> have you seen those TikTok trends that are like when his name is Jay and rhymes with the state or whatever? No. Oh my gosh, there's a TikTok trend going around now that people are like, it's they like their sexy music and they're like, oh, when his name is Jay or when his name is D starts with a D and rhymes with a vegetable and everyone's like, Dockley, Derrett, and like people are like duetting it and trying to guess it and this one yeah. girl. This one, one was like when his name starts with a J and rhymes with the state. And this one girl went through the whole, like the the state song. And she's like, yeah. Jalabama, Jarkansaw. Like she did that. And someone said, are you just trying to name the next Duggar baby? I mean. 
She's like, Jan- they'll take she, all those. She's They're like, like, we're mad we didn't do the 50 states. Yeah, she's like, Jexus, Genesee. Oh my God, wait. wait, I just said 50 states. Are there 50 states? Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure I didn't say something stupid. I was, I was like, just what? Counter- I literally thought for one second you were like, it's 52 states. 50. No, girl, no, it's 50. Aren't you proud of me? I knew something. Wow, so proud. Uh, that everyone learns in like second grade. Geography. I'm just saying, you know, I don't, I'm still trying with the Ten Commandments. Right, right. Um, okay, so my other note of reality, my other reality track note is we don't have to get too, too, too deep into it. But is the Britney Spears. You done me crazy. Free Britney. Free Britney. Um, so, I just want to, I want to know one thing. Everybody kind of mm-hmm. knows about this. You'll hear about this. Obviously, when you listen to this, it'll have kind of all come to fruition. But I do want to say one thing that I did meet Britney Spears on Carnival Ride. And, um... We had a moment, and it was before Hit Me a Baby One More Time came out mm-hmm. um, at the Franklinton Fair in um, Louisiana, or maybe Kentucky, um, but I rode a ride with her mm-hmm. and her boyfriend at the time, and mm-hmm. I had a moment with Britney Spears, and we talked afterwards, and it was great. Anyways, free Britney, of course. Obviously. But did you see Jamie's statement today? No. Wait, which one am I talking about? The dad, her sister, or her sister's husband? (laughs) I'm talking about her sister. Well, her sister's Jamie Lynn. Okay. So. But she made a statement. Because her her mom is Lynn, her dad is Jamie, so her sister is Jamie Lynn. The incest of these names. (laughs) Forget John the 4th. I don't care if you're like John the 15th, 100th. Uh-huh. Okay. I'd rather you be that. Then Jamie Lynn, Jamie the, Ann, Jamie whatever want to be Jamie. Then the Lynn, combination of your mom and dad's now. name. Like get get with it, Louisiana. Who's named Jamie Louisiana? Eighty five of these Spears people are okay. Yeah. And I know you're gonna go off on Brittany because Brittany is your person. <gasps> yes. And I know she's your person. Mm-hmm. But to wrap it up, mm-hmm. I need you to know if you hate her sister. So. I have not seen the statement. So without context of that, I always, forever and always, will equate Jamie Lynn Spears to... to being not getting knocked up at 13? No, I was going to say to Zoe 101. I didn't watch that. Oh, it was like, it was my jam when I was however old when it came out. Um, and like, she was okay in it. But like... the. I just feel like she is like the redheaded stepchild mm-hmm. to the, in that family because like obviously Brittany is such a success story. So like what are they gonna, like Jamie can kind of sing but like not really. She can kind of act but not really. She can like she could like she also did like the teen mom thing but like whatever. Um, like she was always like a few steps behind Brittany. So I feel bad for her a little bit. But she seems to have. I mean. Now I don't, because she has her life together more than Brittany, but it's not Brittany's fault. Brittany's dad is holding her captive. But I, I'm sorry. I just have a problem with the mom and sister and everybody. I feel like they're all kind of in on it a little bit. I don't know. I need, I need to go read her statement. Okay, so all that to say, I have not done a deep dive into like everything. that I know mm-hmm. what's going on right now. I have not done a deep dive into the, the recordings, into the interviews, into the statements. But I was going to say, if you have not watched the Free Britney. Free Britney documentary that came out like a few months ago, now is the time to go watch it because mm-hmm. like it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to watch. And like, especially now that like she's getting her voice back a little bit and hopefully this will go the right direction. Like, yeah, I love that the Free Britney movement was also started by podcasters. Do you know that? Oh, well, we'll just start doing our own. Here we go. Free Britney, too. But, yeah, so. I mean, I hope the best for her. It was really cool to hear her voice not be like, and talk normal. But I did feel like she was really frazzled. And Mm -hmm. um, I hate it for her. The whole IUD thing really threw me off. If that's the case, that's pretty horrific Mm -hmm. in of itself. But, um I'm just hoping, you know, she gets her freedom however she wants. Like, I mean, all of us have talked about it. I don't care if we never saw Britney Spears for the rest of her life and she lived in Thailand and was just, like, dancing away, doing whatever. But, like, she just, she deserves to be happy. She did all those Vegas residencies. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I just think at the end of the day, when your family, I'm not saying that there's not mental health issues there. I'm just saying when she was talking about like, I didn't want to take this medication and I had to, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to all this therapy. And it was, I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. It was like, wow, like this is not a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And all of the, like even Kevin, I like today I saw that Kevin Federline had spoken up just being like, you know, I want my wife to, or not why, why, wife like my mom's, mm-hmm. like children's mom mm-hmm. to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I don't, and I feel like she does need to use her voice. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely wild. Yeah. Um, what is your murder moment? Okay, hold on one minute. It's a new show that came out truly this week. Okay, like mm-hmm. yesterday. It's on Netflix. It is about a murder that happened in like, you know, Ireland slash the Wales, you know, all of those places. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to say for sure because I forgot. Mm-hmm. But it's called Sophie, a murder in the West Cork. Mm. Okay. So basically this lady gets um, murdered in, on to like December 24th, Christmas Eve, 1996. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this town where, okay, do you know, like, have you ever watched Outlander or anything like with those standing stones and there's all these things about like, mm-hmm. not witchcraft, but like, yeah, you know, it's just all these like rocks and things that are very special and yeah, like yeah. legends of like whatever. This lady basically lived very far away in this, in this quaint community that's very artist driven very like she was married Mm -hmm. to a very prominent movie director Mm -hmm. um like who sean penn had worked with which is not saying much with el chapo and all things that (laughs) he had to deal with but Uh um all that to say it's this really i've only gotten into a few episodes but it's really good basically Mm -hmm. talking about her murder she had a son she had this you know high-end director husband who wouldn't like come when she got murdered to identify her body. Cause he's like, I don't want to act like, I don't want people to think I'm involved. Oh, it's like, well, what make you look not involved yeah. is showing up and grieving. Right. Okay. So they have this like guy who was a reporter at the time mm-hmm. who all of the blame is being put on right now, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's ever really come like full term for everything. I'm 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 still in the middle of it. Yeah. It's only a three part docuseries. I'm on like the sec in the middle of the second episode. Mm-hmm. But it's really good. Especially for just being like a three part docuseries. Yeah. It just came out on Netflix. Um I would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it happened in nineteen ninety six, but it's really like interesting because in that town it's kind of like Sweden where like they hadn't had a murder in like a hundred years. Yeah. You know, like people just don't get murdered there. So it's very different than where we live where there's like 10 shootings a day. Right, right, right. You know? So (laughs) watch it on Netflix. That's my murder moment. I'm going to start writing more serial killers because I haven't been Mm. getting prison emails back or letters and I just have to up my ante. I think so. <sighs> it's like so hard to keep up with all these prison inmates. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. It's a lot. Wow. Um. Also, there's new episodes of Too Hot to Handle. Have you watched any of them? No. Did you, I thought you loved shows like this. I I liked. I never watched. I never watched Too Hot to Handle. Wait, what was the show you told me? I to liked watch? Temptation Island. Oh, that's what I thought it was. No, I mean I knew it was different. No, I understand what Too Hot to Handle is. I never got into it. Basically, Too Hot to Handle is they show up on this island. They're all hot people, like Instagram famous, Mm -hmm. whatever, and they can't have any physical like things happening. You can't. Yeah. You get a hundred like you get deductions for every deductions from like a hundred thousand dollars every time you do something with somebody. So like. Kissing somebody's three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Heavy petting is this, whatever. Yeah, and it goes down, down, down. And these people are just so starving to be famous, and they're like mm-hmm. dying to hook up with those people, which is obviously just like Bachelor heightened a thousand. Mm-hmm. But I will say this cast. I mean, the girls on it are stunning. I yeah. mean, absolute stunning and so i'm just impressed that they're in like this remote island and they're like looking so hot where it's like it's so humid right now that i walk outside i'm like why did i get ready today because it's drowning mm-hmm. you know anyways this new season is good i kind of like the mm-hmm. netflix thing i don't know sometimes i don't like when they do like an episode new episodes every week but at least they yeah. put three out at a time okay that's not bad so that makes me like watch it more, yeah you know well i know that chloe from um, the Circle season two was on Too Hot to Handle. 
On this season? No, she was on the last season. Wait, what? Chloe. Oh, no, but I can't picture who she is. The hot British girl. <gasps> she was on the first season yeah. of Netflix? Yeah. Because she uh, went on the circle. She was like, I'm here because I won $10. Oh, my gosh. I never Which put I, that like, together. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I was like, she won $10. And then oh when I was like, oh, wait, gosh. too hard to handle is where they lose money. She's like, basically, she's like, I won nothing because our season was just like, Everyone hooking up left and right. <laughs> and you know what's funny is how you do the Temptation Island. What else is there? There's like a lot of these Love shows. Island. Love yeah. Island, Temptation Island, and then I guess this. And so I got them all kind of cross. So I was like, it was this was probably on a network I didn't see, but that was the first season on Netflix. It's just been a long time since they could film it mm-hmm. with quarantine. Yeah. So but, another Netflix show okay. that we need to talk about okay. that's coming out okay. soon. Oh, Okay, sexy hold on. Hold beasts. on. Sexy beast. I saw a TikTok, which I hate. To, it makes me feel really stupid to say that. I saw a TikTok, and this girl was like, "This new Netflix show, right? Mm-hmm. This was literally a week ago." Uh huh. She's and I and she does the beginning of the preview, mm-hmm. and I shut my computer, went on my phone, and was like, "I'm looking up this this Netflix show. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have you describe it." But I want you to know, out loud in my room by myself, I went, oh, my living Lord. Like, yeah, I couldn't I could not keep a straight face. Same. So if you have not watched the trailer, I highly recommend you go do so. Just watch it. It'll Mm, be the best two minutes of your life. The premise of the show is imagine the mass singer mixed with love is blind. No. Imagine that sci-fi show where they have to dress up the people as like a like any type of sci-fi any type of sci-fi makeup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like aliens. So essentially it's so it's a dating show. And they're taking the element of your looks out of it by making the people wear animal heads. <laughs> like like mascot heads. Basically, and they go on dates but in public, like, like a, a like a raccoon head and a dolphin head or whatever. No, but they're like makeup wise. They're in prosthetics and stuff. Yeah, but like some of the yeah yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like they can talk. Like it's like yes, they can talk. It's and like, like really move, good like they're makeup. Not, they're that they're takes not in costume. hours. Yeah, they're not in costume. They're not a costume. It's just their face. They're, yes, just their their face is. So people look like fish fully bears. like. Is fully, um, they're sexy beasts. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, they can talk. And so yeah. it's like, so what did you, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. And they're in a full fish finding Nemo get, get up. up. Yeah. I am for sure going to watch it. It comes out like mid-July. I don't, I, I would not be able to keep a straight face. And they're, I, and they're like, so your mom's divorced. Right. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, what are you looking for in a guy? And I'm like, your dress is a cheetah. <laughs> like, like, what? It just, it's, I understand it. Like, I get the whole, like, let's take the looks out of it. Let's only do, like, personality stuff. But, like, how on are we earth on, could you keep a straight face if you came in looking like. Are we officially like, on, at rock bottom? Oh, I know. Is it mask off? That's the sci-fi show. It was basically oh, founded like where every week they would dress them up and be like, the theme this week is like Lord of the Rings. The theme this week is this. So they dress actual models in like eight hours worth of prosthetics mm-hmm. and makeup. Like they're talking. They look like Groot as a person in real life at a table downtown in Nashville being like, so what are your hobbies? Yeah. With a woman who's like dressed up in a cat outfit. Yeah. Or her face with whiskers coming out of her face in a prosthetic being like, yeah, I'm a bartender downtown in Nashville. They're having a normal conversation in these get up. How would you not laugh? I, I would. I would be like, I'm sorry. What are we doing? What's happening? Do you rem- also like I don't want to date someone who signed up for that, even if you're also on it's the, the, the show. Dorky- like, no, but I'm going to watch it. Like, what's one of the one things I always tell you about my life? Like, I 
I can't be friends with dorky people. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, if they're socially super awkward, if they're, like, way too into, like, anime, mm-hmm. I would be like, I'm so sorry. Like, I will never be it's able to talk to you about anime. Right? Yeah. Like, I can't do it. If you want to go to Comic-Con and dress up, I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that every day and play in the park downtown at the Parthenon, I have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Right? There crosses a line. Right. This show is going to be the best thing to, like, talk about. I, this is when I wish, like, Joel McHale was still doing the soup. To, mm-hmm. like, highlight the show and, like, literally destroy it with his comments. Oh, for sure. For sure. Y'all, there's the game. Let's just say um, we oh. didn't score one point at Vanderbilt. So sad. Mississippi State just won 9-0. But, like, honestly, like, go Mississippi because we're from there at least. Yeah, I just hate Mississippi State. I know, State. but it's fine. But I'm just saying at least, like, Mississippi. Oh. I mean, you know, I feel good. Oh, you know what I feel happy Mandy. for? You know what I feel happy for? Hmm. My friends who do love Mississippi State where nothing ever happens for them. Yeah. Like, I think... But, like, like, nothing really ever happens for Vandy. Vandy... The only sport Vandy's good at is baseball. I know, but, like, they got this far. They They, played, like, shit tonight. I know, but they came in second last year, too. Well, they need to fucking figure out how to finish. I know. Poor Vandy. You know? I mean, you don't... I mean, it's their own fault. They could have won last night. I know. Hate it. But, you know, whatever. Anyways. So sad. Um, all right. Well, that's all I have to cover tonight. No, we have so many more shows. I can, I'll text you in the middle of the night and be like, oh my gosh, I remember something else. But it's only because I've watched 100 hours of television. Right. Um, all right, guys, we're going to sign off for tonight. Um, reminder, we're going to be only doing every other week from here on out for the time. For the foreseeable future. For the summer hours. Yeah, for summer, um, until our life gets back to like a normal schedule. Um, but don't worry, we'll still fill it with content and all the shows that'll also give us more time to watch shows in between podcasts. Um, follow us on Instagram, although I haven't, I've been slacking on the Instagram again, life's gotten busy. Sorry about that. Um, follow us on Instagram anyways, uh, review the show, rate us five stars, share it with your friends. Tell us what we need to watch. Tell us what we need to watch. All the things. Uh, let us know if you watch the things that we watch, tag us on Instagram if you post about it. Um, we love seeing those. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys so much. We're going to be like very patriotic for the next few weeks if we talk about the Olympics like a lot. I'm sorry, but I'm very patriotic. Yes, yes, yes. Only and, really with this. But yeah. I, I'm just, it's the season of the women with the Olympics. I truly think they're going to win us the most gold women, like most gold women, the most gold medals. Mm-hmm. It, like I'm not kidding. Yeah. We have a stacked USA. Mm-hmm. What's the swimmer? Katie Ledecky. She, I mean, you know, female yeah. Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. Like, we're ready to go. Yep. I'm pumped. Um, also, it's July 4th weekend, so have a very happy and fun and safe July 4th. Yes. Um, speaking of being patriotic. Um, Freedom. But yeah. So. We love you guys. We Thank love you so much. I'm- Thanks for listening. Uh, missed you. Yeah, sorry about all the cats today. <laughs> uh, they're outside sleeping now. We figured out a way we're gonna wrangle them yes. into the room next time, so we we'll have to deal with it. Yes. Um, all right, guys. But until next time, don't forget to pass, pass the, the remote. Bye. Peace.